Welcome to this episode of the Real World Nutrition Podcast. This is episode 109, Stress Eating, discussing the connection between stress and nutrition. Hi everyone, this is Shelly Royale, registered dietitian, founder, and host of the Real World Nutrition Podcast. I should have said founder of Real World Nutrition, as well as the host of this podcast. And as this episode is dropping, it is the beginning of November. And for a lot of people, a more hectic time of year. However, it doesn't mean that we don't have stress year round and eating may affect us when we're talking about stress. Now, first thing I want to say here is that people have different stress responses and eating. So there are people when they're under a lot of stress tend to eat less while others eat more. And yet others, it makes no difference to them. So it's up to you if you want to continue listening. I think it's interesting no matter how you respond to stress and eating in your life. So I'm going to go ahead and dive in and talk about the link between stress and nutrition and how stress eating can affect your well-being and how we can combat it. All right. So in our fast-paced modern lives, it seems like everybody is very busy. Everybody is undergoing some kind of stress and it seems to be there all the time. So that could be work deadlines, personal pressures, just things that we have to get done on a day-to-day basis. And stress is closely, closely intertwined with that other critical, let's say critical and key aspect of life, eating. So stress eating is another way of addressing emotional eating. And it is a typical response but I'm going to talk about what exactly that is and a bit about how prevalent it is today. So first, I want to talk about stress and its impact on our physical and mental health. Now, in its most basic form, stress is the body's response to a perceived threat or challenge. And I want to say perceived threat because for one person, a threat may be very, very real, while others may have a very different or even non-response to the exact same situation. So our perception of that threat or challenge varies by the individual, even if it's sitting or being in the same situation. And this stress response can take on various forms. It can be acute, And that's the type we experience in an immediate threat. So if we're like just barely missed hitting somebody, there was a skateboarder at night last night when I was driving home in the bike lane alongside me and he was in dark clothes. I barely saw him. I did not see him until the very last second. And that was, oh my gosh, that was so stressful. However, that was an acute response. Nothing happened. It scared me. I was a little annoyed by this person, but it moved on. I only just remembered it as I recorded this podcast. So that's acute stress. So an immediate threat and a response to an immediate threat. then there's chronic stress, which lingers over an extended period. And that could be 
as we have long-term care for parents or other people in our lives, we have a lot on our schedule and we're trying to figure out how to balance it. It could be the stress of the 18 plus years of having a child grow up and that would be just one child. If you have more, it lasts longer. So whatever that may be, that chronic stress is over an extended period. And we also have a couple classifications of stress. There's distress or the negative stress, and then something else called eustress, and it's EU stress or positive stress, and that can motivate us. Now, a lot of people haven't ever heard of positive stress. So an example of eustress or that positive stress could be the anticipation and excitement you feel before going on a long-awaited vacation. The excitement and motivation to plan the trip, explore a new place, create memories are all considered forms of eustress. So this positive stress can boost your energy and enhance your overall well-being, making it constructive in our lives. And the impact of stress on physical and mental health is profound. So when stress becomes chronic, it could lead to a range of health problems, including high blood pressure, heart disease, and mental health issues such as anxiety, depression, and depression. And it's essential to recognize the connection between stress and our well-being, including our eating habits. So let me talk about the science of stress eating. When stress strikes, our bodies release cortisol, which triggers our fight or flight response. And this hormonal surge can lead to cravings for specific foods, often ones high in sugar, fat, and salt. And this response is a remnant of our evolutionary past when foods provided quick energy for survival. The stress response can cause a powerful urge to consume comfort foods, which is where stress eating comes into play. People often reach for these foods to soothe their emotions, believing they'll find relief in those chips or ice cream. Now, emotional eating versus mindful eating. It's important to distinguish between emotional eating and mindful eating. Emotional eating involves turning to food as a coping mechanism for stress, sadness, or other emotions. And it can become a harmful pattern if it's used consistently to manage emotions. Now, in contrast, mindful eating involves being fully present during the eating experience, savoring each bite and making conscious food choices. Now, relying on emotional eating to cope with stress can lead to a range of consequences. It can result in weight gain, poor nutrition, and increased stress in the long run, and that can start a cycle. So instead of addressing the root cause of stress, it temporarily masks the issue with food, as I said, creating a cycle that can be challenging to break. Now, nutrition myths and stress. Now, there are several nutrition myths related to stress. And one of the most common is the idea that comfort foods are always unhealthy. Now, some comfort foods are high in sugar and unhealthy fats, 
but others, like a warm bowl of oatmeal, can provide comfort and nourishment. To manage stress effectively, focusing on a balanced diet is crucial. So nutrient-rich foods like fruits, vegetables, whole grains, lean proteins, and healthy fats can positively impact mood and help our stress levels. And proper hydration is also essential as mild hydration can lead to an increased stress response in the body. Now some nutritional strategies to combat stress eating. To combat stress eating, it's essential to have a plan in place. So if you find yourself stress eating, set yourself up with a plan. So here are some tips for that. Keep healthy snacks readily, avail readily available. So stock your kitchen with fruits, veggies, and nuts for quick nutritious options. Practice portion control. So if you indulge in comfort foods, do so in moderation. So portion out some of those foods that you like when you're searching for comfort. So rather than the whole bag of chips, portion out a cup into a bowl and put the chips away. Stay hydrated. So again, dehydration can amplify the stress response in the body. So be sure to drink plenty of water and fluids throughout the day. Plan balanced meals. So create a balanced diet with various nutrients to support your body and your mind. So again, include fruits, vegetables, whole grains, lean proteins, and healthy fats. And then practice, re practice stress reduction techniques. So yoga, meditation, deep breathing exercises can help with managing stress without turning to food. Now, mindful eating techniques. Mindful eating can be a powerful tool in managing stress. It involves being fully present during meals, savoring each bite, and paying attention to hunger and fullness cues. So by practicing mindfulness, you can break the cycle of stress eating and make more conscious food choices. Mindfulness can also help individuals manage stress and it promotes a sense of calm and reduces the intensity of stress reactions. So keep in mind that I've been saying managing stress not eliminate stress, because that's not possible. But how we manage our stress, how we react to our stress is manageable. So instead of reaching for food, consider taking a few moments to practice mindfulness, even amid a stressful day. And I finally, I want to say this. If stress eating is a persistent challenge, seek professional help. So a registered dietitian nutritionist like myself can help with providing personalized nutrition and stress management guidance, but also consider a therapist that can help address the emotional aspects of stress eating, providing strategies for healthier coping mechanisms. So we want to conclude with this. Stress eating is a typical response to life's pressures. 
Understanding the connection between stress and nutrition is essential for managing both our stress and our wellness. You can break the cycle of stress eating by differentiating between emotional eating and mindful eating. Debunking nutrition myths. So again, comfort food doesn't always have to be unhealthy and you can plan for that. And then practicing mindful nutrition strategies. Prioritizing your nutrition and well-being, especially during stressful times, is a valuable investment in your overall health and happiness. Now, I want to make a couple of announcements as I like to do at the end of each episode. One, if you are interested in working with me as a registered dietitian nutritionist, whether it's on stress eating or other aspects of your overall health and wellness and integrating nutrition components, you can schedule a free 30-minute introductory call with me. And that link for that is in the show notes. The Real World Meal Planning course is a course I offer that can help you with meal planning. So I don't do the meal planning for you, but I teach you techniques and how to plan your meals for the week or beyond and ensure they're balanced and help with strategizing grocery shopping. That's one of my more stressful areas of life is grocery shopping. At least it used to be. And then as the holidays are approaching, stay tuned for my annual 12 days of wellness that'll run in December where I send via email 12 nutrition tips to help you with addressing your wellness during the hectic holiday season. So thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Real World Nutrition Podcast. Stay well, stay less stressed, stay healthy. Take care. Bye for now.